1: So I'm Jessica Robertson and I have Jessica Robertson Photographic Artistry, a portrait studio in Ashland, Virginia, which is 15 miles north of the capital of Virginia, Mm -hmm. Richmond, which I guess to some right now may not be something you want to claim, but it's where we are. Um, And so I am very grateful that I get to photograph Uh, A little over 200 seniors a year mixed in with about 50 families. And then we do some branding and headshot work as well. And I'm supported by an amazing team, Robin and Karen. We call ourselves Mm -hmm. the tricycle um, (laughs) because while I can be out there riding a unicycle by myself, we are so much better um, as a team. So I'd be remiss if I didn't start by saying so much of our business is um, a direct result of the quality team that I have.
0: How long have you been doing it?
1: Well, Jed, that tells my age just a little bit. <laughs> um, but I claim, in terms of my professional career, starting in May of 2000, that's when I really started getting paid. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a you know qualifier there. I was I was published when I did an internship in London um, when I was a junior in college. But for me, really, when I started getting paid is when I like to claim that I'm an actual professional. And so right. that was in in May of 2000.
0: Right, right, right. Now it's a today, long time. <laughs> well, it's, it's you were correct in saying that our our paths are similar because that's that it's a couple years after when I would I would have said that we started. So it was all right around the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. The, and you know, my first five years were um I was a, a teacher and so I was teaching full time and um, I was working evenings and weekends. So mm-hmm. that first five years was um, a mixed bag, you know.
0: Yeah, right, right. Well, we had a we had the dual income thing going on for a while, which was helpful, but then that quickly became all all of our eggs in one basket for a time.
1: Which right? puts a serious fire under your booty, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> and if you want to be motivated, go that route.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, we had something similar, too, because my husband decided to go to law school when I was pregnant with our first child. Oh, um, yeah. So we went to a single income and then I proceeded to to break my leg. Um, oh. And then we went to zero income for a while. So, yeah, you know, just keeping things interesting, not trying to one up you there, Judd.
0: Right. You know, well, that's, well, life I feel happens, you. right? It's a mm-hmm. roller
1: coaster, you know? Mm hmm. Uh,
0: we're so we're gonna focus on. I'm interested in this because okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down for you real fast. The way that my mind works with your with what you wanted to talk about, uh, we're gonna talk about what we actually do as photographers. Mm-hmm. Now, what I find interesting about that is the word actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What we actually do as photographers, because to me it implies that what it is thought of that we do typically mm-hmm. isn't what we actually do there's actually something else or something more or something different than what most people think.
1: A hundred percent. Um, So oh, for okay. me, I thought, Hey, I'm just making these beautiful photographs and that's my job. And my end result is clearly this printed product that you're going to put on your wall because I'm a print artist. Right. Right. And Yes. There is something very valid in that preserving someone's memories. um, I can't discount that. I think that that's incredibly important. I've dedicated a huge part of my life to that. Um, And a huge part of my happiness comes from doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But in my mind, it's, it's so much greater. And I think for me, it's become even more significant over the last few years as I have really watched the demographic that I work with mostly, which is high school seniors, change. And uh, I have watched the increased depression, increased anxiety, um, and, you know, I experienced my first suicide last year, right? Oh. And um not that I hadn't experienced death of some of the kids that I photograph, which is horrible. but it made me realize, the power of what we do not only for that family that has a memorial mm-hmm. through imagery but really it's it's every day every interaction it's seeing someone for who they are when they don't always feel seen it is being careful when you choose your words for social media when you and which is why i've never released my social media it's always something that i write it's always something that i make sure is authentic mm-hmm. and real and personal that All of those touches along the way helps me to realize that what we're doing is bigger than just creating a pretty image. Now, do I think that that's important? And when I look at some of these girls that have never seen themselves in a way that they would describe as beautiful, or when Mm -hmm. you turn the camera and they go, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that's me. Or they ask you, That's me? Like that Mm -hmm. level of surprise that they see themselves so differently. Than what, you know, as my friend David Beckham says, than what other people see them, right? So, other people see you in a way that it's not always that story that's inside your head. And so, really digging in and, and thinking about what we do on a daily basis, acknowledging who they are, really s- sitting with them, literally, whether it's in a consultation or it's right before you're about to photograph someone. And creating that space where you tell them that you really want to create imagery that's a reflection of them and that you want to document this beautiful time in their life and celebrate them. You know, in our society, it's not something that we always do that's celebrate. Yes, we have birthdays and those kinds of things, but. I think really just celebrating the person that they are is not something that we always do. So that was a lot. That was a lot, but well, that's kind of my mind right now. It's kind of all over the place, you know? Well, I think that it,
0: the gravity of what you're talking about is kind of hitting me in the chest. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant on, 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 And I don't, this doesn't happen to me very much, but for whatever reason, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to go where I'm being pulled into going with this, but I'm, I'm just going to do it anyway.
1: You should. That's a jet. Well,
0: (laughs) and here's the reason, I'll tell you a little bit about why I'm reluctant. It's, it's because it's, it's, it's resonating with me because I know, I know people, so our kids are younger. Mm-hmm. who most of my friends as kids are most of my friends as right. kids are in high school and even some in college a couple of them they're starting to get married and have baby all the stuff right like i'm right. getting into mm-hmm. the grandpa age even though my kids are eight and eleven right. right me too yeah so the reason that it's hitting me is that i'm i'm actually seeing what you're talking about happening as well and mm-hmm. i It's not in my house, but it's in my friends, my really good friends' homes. These children that I've watched grow up, Mm -hmm. you know, from little babies, they're, Mm -hmm. they're real. Some of them are really struggling in Mm -hmm. ways that when I was that age was there, but super uncommon relatively, Right. at least that that we knew about, Mm -hmm. at least that Mm -hmm. we knew about. And and maybe, you know, part of it's like, I think social media is a big factor, right? Because I think social media is one of the reasons, A, that we know it because the mm-hmm. information is there to see. And I also think that social media is also one of the perpetrators of why it 100%. is the way- 100%, yeah.
1: That
0: it is, right? Okay, so that we we get, my point is, I'm, I'm reluctant because it hurts me, mm-hmm. it hurts. And I don't want it to be the way that it is. Mm-hmm. and i'm also in a position where i'm not dealing with it directly every mm-hmm. day but i know mm-hmm. lots of people that are and it's 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 a life encompassing thing for them.
1: Oh yeah, it's devastating. Yeah.
0: In so many ways. And so here's my here's my question. How how do we now we'll say as photographers, right? right. How do we how do we make it so that we have an awareness of this and, and how it ties into what we actually do, right? Like how do we carry the meaning and the weight of that around and ha- and, 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 and put ourselves into a position where we're able to adopt that perspective and that mindset without losing it. Right. Cause we're mm-hmm. not, it's not on our, on our plate every day, the way that it is for so many other people. So how do we, how do I keep ourselves centered there so that it's something that, that we can deal with properly, right? Because right? you, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to be destroyed by it because we, yeah. we can't afford to be, we have to be in a position where we're not right. Right. But you also want to be sensitive to it.
1: Very, and aware very. Of it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so how do you, how do you do that?
1: So, I think it's not one of those situations. Unfortunately, it's not like, okay, so this kid is depressed. So, what do you do? Right. I don't think there's a formula for any of this. Good and I point. think. Good I think it's, that's also why it makes it so daunting, right? You don't say, yes. okay, I want to make this image of black and white. Well, these are the steps that I take to make the very best black right. and white, right? right. It's not right. that way. No. And no. I think that that's the human aspect of what we have to recognize is part of what we do. Um, I had a bride many years ago that wrote me a letter thanking me, um, for, uh, a variety of things but one of the things she thanked me for was for being her psychologist during her wedding right mm. and so <laughs> yeah. and that was true let me tell you at that wedding yeah. that was straight up true yeah. um but i think meeting people wherever they are and with whatever they're willing to disclose to you mm. right mm. so um we have a simple question on our information sheet that says what concerns do you have right and that's a place where they may or may not give you that information. Right. So last Thursday I had a girl that I was photographing and I said, okay, before we get started, you know, is there anything else that you want to discuss? Cause we had a plan. It was a very clear session. It was mm-hmm. a short session. And she said, oh yeah, I'm a little concerned, you know, about my hair. If you can just make sure it looks, you know, as thick as possible. I was like, oh, absolutely happy to do that. And then she shares that, um, her, I can't remember the name of it, but it's part of her anxiety is that she pulls her hair out. Hmm. And so it's something that she's been dealing with, right? So how brave of her, right? To share that. And it's Mm -hmm. shocking to me how much people will share, you know? So, um, but you're giving them,
0: you're giving them a way to do it. You're giving them the room to do it, the space, right? Mm -hmm. Right. right. You're intentional so, with that going in.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so. Um, And a lot of people want to share. Yeah. But I think that we're in a small community. You know what I mean? So maybe moms are scared to share. This generation is more willing, I think, to share than previous generations. You know, they're not as mm-hmm. like in the Southern way. Let's, you know, keep it quiet. What goes on in the house, you know, behind right. closed doors is not something we're putting out Under in public, the right? Right. Because that's how I grew up. Um. Mm-hmm. And so, so I acknowledged it at that point, it was interesting that she wanted to show a really happy and joyful part of who she is. Now, is that true? 100%. That yeah. is who she is and who she wants to be and who, what right. she wants to show. Right? right. And then at the end of it, this was just sitting in my pit, right? It was sitting in my pit that I'm seeing this external, happy, joyful person, which is what we all want to see in our children, right? We all yeah. want them to be genuinely happy. Right. Um, and I was moved to just say, I need to tell you, I am so proud of you. You are so brave to have told me about this condition that you have. And I know that probably wasn't very easy, but I would be remiss if I did not say, I think it is awesome that you've acknowledged that you've had have this issue And that you're working towards not having it be a part of your life that controls you. So I'm really proud of you. Mm. Just saying that to someone makes them feel better, you know, that I'm a safe space to be honest with. Um, And whether that's, you know, your preacher or your teacher or whatever it is, I think it's important to be one of those characters in these kids' lives. Um, especially right now when we're shoving most kids in their bedroom and they're having school online. The only thing they have is social media. I mean, I watched the social dilemma and it was everything that I knew, but it was validated, you know, that's it. Yep. and, and it was done through numbers and facts. And then you see yourself in certain aspects of that, um, of that addiction. Mm-hmm. And you certainly see this generation, you know, this, class of, you know, class of 2021 graduate. It makes meetings. me
0: think, how do they even have a chance? That's what it makes me think. It makes well, me think these poor kids, how do they even have a chance? It would have wrecked me in mm-hmm. my feeble little brain and my feeble little psyche in high school. I would have been destroyed. I truly think that.
1: Which is why it's also terrifying right now that the things that distract them from that have been taken away, which is why right now it is of my, a huge concern to me, because for me, I see these kids that are active in athletics, active in their church, you know, active in volunteering, all these things that they can't do most of right now. Right. And so you take all of those things away that distract them from their cell phone Mm -hmm. and, then they're supposed to not fall into these bad habits of swiping on their phone 50 million times a day. And, you You know, take away
0: all the good options. And then all you have, all you have left are the, are the destructive bad habit forming options.
1: Right. And I mean, for me, I mean, there's, there's always been distractions, you know, there's always been things that, you know, for me, when I was in high school and I was playing tennis i would come home immediately do my homework i would you know be focused i wouldn't have all these little extras now when i wasn't playing tennis i would come home i'd turn on some oprah yeah that's showing my age eat a snag procrastinate so there's always distractions but the problem now with the distraction is that it can be it can be very negative yeah and destructive and um and, and I also think that there are times that I've been concerned about kids. Like I've I've looked at a kid, and I've gone, "Gosh, she is so incredibly thin." Yeah. I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah. And what do you? What's said, the right
0: thing to do then? What's
1: I think the to right speak. Thing? I think to speak in that situation. I think that even if you make someone angry, you're not going to look back and go, "If I had just said something, I can't live with that." I mean, even now, like. You know, when I mentioned Garrett earlier, who um, committed suicide last year, I can't tell you the number of times I've thought back about my conversation with him. Like, I can't, I mean, one week and one day after I photographed him, he was gone. And so I knew every conversation I had with him. I can remember every single bit of it. And I thought to myself, was there ever a moment that he was reaching out to me and I missed it? Mm. And so, you know, you'll live with that forever. So Mm. I always say, even if it's going to make somebody angry, say something. And I have, I've said things to moms before, you know, I know I've noticed, you know, cutting marks, you know, I've said things even when it's uncomfortable, because that is part of our responsibility. I think it's not being nosy. It's part of caring. And I think if you come from a place now, I'm not going to say, you know, Approach in a judgmental way at all, but I say that I think you should have that conversation out of love and concern and compassion and kindness and community. And we have an opportunity to create some of that, even in short periods of time that you have those intimate times with them, you know? Well,
0: and maybe we're, maybe like to go back to what you said earlier, we're also not dealing with scenarios that there are just clear cut rules for there, there. There's not a book out there Mm-mm. to help everybody through the scenarios that we're all facing right. these days in particular, where, you know, that, well, if it's a B or C, then you just do D, e, R, F. Right. That's not, that's not what's up right now. And so not with and, mental health now, Mm-mm. well, I, sure. Yes. Right. 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 And, and I guess it makes me, it makes me wonder like, <sighs> Because it's not like that mental health issues are a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. Right. But for whatever reason, um, there's either more of them or they're more out in the open or they're, they're happening more often in the younger ages. Like something seems to be going on and I'm not an expert, right? And I don't have like tons of information and data, but I have anecdotal experience Right. Yeah, and I, right. I have eyes and I have ears <laughs> and I I can see what's going on in it. And like our, our, our photographers now in more of a position where the relationship piece is that much more important. And I'm not talking about so that you can get more sales, mm-hmm. right No, That's a different conversation. Yeah. Totally I'm talking different. about whether and senior, photo, we'll stick with senior photographers in particular, because that's what you do.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: familiar with that to some degree. Are senior photographers in a position now, whether they like it or not, that relationally, they're going to find themselves in situations that are much, much bigger than merely the photographs.
1: Uh, The simple answer, in my opinion, is yes. I can't tell you how many times this year I have had parents emotional over the amount of gratitude they have for what we have done for their senior. I I have never in my life experienced it. And again, it's not because of one thing. Do I think COVID has an impact? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have... Fortunately, I recognize that I'm in a very different place than a lot of people are throughout the country and throughout the world. But mm-hmm. we um, had a break um, where we had you know a shutdown in the spring and then we kind of came back mid-May. That was really when we came back. Um, and parents literally in tears saying how grateful they are to have mm-hmm. something that is normal for their seniors mm-hmm you know, telling us they can't, can't tell you how um, it's affected their child and that they've seen their confidence change, mm-hmm. um, their perception of themselves is different. And I think that, again, that's our responsibility. And, and it, I've always kind of felt this way. And it's been a progression over the years, too, with um, especially with girls. You know, you have a girl that plays softball and they'll go, oh, she's you know, she's an athlete. She's a jock, or she's a tomboy, or whatever, and I hate that. By the way, side mm-hmm. note. Um, I, and so I picked that up
0: just by your expression, right?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't think anybody is just right, and right. this one-dimensionality oh, so of people—it's just not fair to say right. you are this now. Are people's perception that that is a driving force or a passion in that kid's life? Mm -hmm. Sure, absolutely. But I think that they can also be pretty. They can also be smart. You know, they can also be community driven. They can also have a, a deep rooted faith. And so these are all the things that I think it's important for us to ask the right questions, to create a space that is comfortable for them to share with us. And then our jobs as, you know, visual storytellers to say okay how do we want to portray this and it can Mm -hmm. be you know in really simple ways like a tiny little cross on their neck Mm -hmm. it can be very overt obviously going out to the field where they are Mm -hmm. um and it can also be very personal you know i mean this year we had more kids that had lost a parent than i've ever had in my a single year ever i had eight kids at a we photographed 231 seniors this year. I had eight kids that lost a parent. That's I had unreal. seven that have parents that are going through cancer or um wow. h- heart issue. Like I- I've never experienced that in my life. Right. And so these kids are going through really mm-hmm. significant things. Right. Mm-hmm. And there were many times this year that, you know, I had to look a senior in the face at the end of the session and say, I need you to know without any hesitation or reservation that your mother is so proud of you. Right. And I mean, that's heavy stuff. Right. And I can never get through that without crying because, you know, that's a heavy thing, but these kids are experiencing things that I, as an adult have never experienced. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, And those, some of those kids are the most outwardly solid kids that have experienced really tough things. Mm -hmm. And I look at them in such admiration for the strength and grace that they have, the drive that they still have, you know, I mean, I, um, so yeah, I mean, these kids have a lot of, a lot of stuff on their shoulders that aren't just, isn't just social media. It's real life stuff too, you know,
0: it, it makes me, okay. So. If, if we acknowledge that, that things are different, or things are more intense, or there's, there's something to what we're saying, right, and, and you're talking about what we actually do as photographers, and I'm putting it, and I'm framing it in a way that, that things are the way they are, whether we like it or not. Right. Um, and, and, and keeping all that in mind, everybody still has a choice at how they approach things, and you know, what their business looks like, and what, their, their relationships with their clients look like, right? Right. Mm -hmm. If, if, what would you say to somebody or what do you do yourself to put yourself in a position where I'm not going to say where you're prepared? I'm not going to say where you're totally equipped because I don't want, I don't want to come across as again, oh, if you just do this, then you're, then everything's good. But how do you intentionally ready yourself as best you can to be more prepared for the things that may come your way given everything that we're discussing like what can somebody do huh. to be to be as ready as possible yeah.
1: i think that um you have to care be authentic you have to listen I'm not sure it's something you can fully kind of prepare for. I, I think that it's sometimes not. life circumstances, right. right. I think life circumstances there. And I, I'm not, um, you know, high school is not the easiest time for me, which is interesting. That's really kind of the time that I um, gravitate towards in terms of my subject matter that I enjoy really most. Yeah. And so I think that being honest about that where it's appropriate can be nice um, but i think just being someone who genuinely cares is important and that is as much of what i do every day as the imagery we create right so caring about the people that are in front of us
0: but don't you and, think that the the reason one of the reasons that that you that you do gravitate towards who you gravitate towards in your business is because high school wasn't that easy for you and because you do care isn't that one of yes the-
1: i mean i think that that's a, a you can't escape you know your life ex- experiences but you can certainly do something with them right right so I right. think that there's something really important about remembering that. I think, you know, when I left high school and I went to college, I was like, I'm the only one that's going to this school. Like nobody's right. going to know anything about me. Right. I'm creating right. a brand new, Jessica. Right. right? Here we go. You know, but right. then it doesn't really matter if anybody else knows your past because <clears throat> you do. And that's mm. part of who you are and where you are and how you get to that place is because of life circumstance and experience and, you know, I've always been this believer in, you know, happiness is a choice, happiness is a choice, you know, and even with my children, I say, you know, happiness is a choice and let's figure out how we can create our own happiness, especially during COVID. That's been kind of our mantra, you know, um, when my then four-year-old would be like, mom, I'm bored. And I hate that. you know, <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's figure out what we can do to make this fun. Cause mm-hmm. we're in this house all day long and it's freezing mm-hmm. outside. And what can we do? Mm-hmm. so I think that, um, bringing yourself. I mean, you can't take yourself out of the imagery that you create. You can't take yourself out of the experience that you create. Right. So choosing wisely there, I think is really important. So, uh, choosing to meet them wherever they are. So I have a lot of kids that are really timid and nervous and I can see it in them. So I'll ask them, you know, so, you know, how are you, how are you feeling about your portrait session? And they'll go, I'm really nervous. And I'll go, Well, that's totally normal. And they'll mm-hmm. go, Really? I say, like, mm-hmm. absolutely. I would say yeah. 99% of people who walk in here are completely nervous. So that's normal, but don't worry. I'm going to completely take care of you. I'm going to make sure that you have the best day ever. And to boys, I'm going to be like, this is going to be the best day ever. Cause mm-hmm. you know, most of the time they don't believe it's going to be the best day ever, yep. but I just want it to not be the worst day ever, for them, <laughs> you know? right (laughs) and typically that's the dude compliment right It's the compliment of that that wasn't that bad bad. i actually enjoyed that right yeah yeah Yeah. so you know i think that um meeting people wherever they are and you know if i've got a really boisterous senior then i'm going to be probably more upbeat and loud and you know whatever if i've got someone who's more timid and quiet then I'll probably do more things where they're kind of looking away or looking down and just right. really acknowledging them. And then, you know, years ago when I, um, I was being photographed and the whole time, you know, the photographer looked down at the camera and they would do a face and they'd look at me, you know, that feels horrible. Right. I'm like, Oh my God, what are they seeing? It must be awful. And so no matter what, you know, for me, I'm always giving them feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's authentic feedback, you know, Um, you just look beautiful in this one. Look at the, look at the light. Look at your eyes, the way they look so happy. Look at that genuine smile. I love that. Um, Look at the way that 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 green shirt brings out your eyes, whatever. But that constant feedback, um, I think in the, at the end of the day, when they leave, I want them to feel better about themselves in every way than they did when they first walked in that door right? So that is my goal.
0: Don't you think that the honesty, the honesty and authenticity is more important than it ever has been? Because don't you, don't you experience that their BS detectors are like more advanced? And like, what, like you could, you, you know, you, someone could write a book and say, oh, you need to be this way. And you need to be this way. And you need to be this way. And I feel like I could throw that whole thing out and be like, nope, you need to be honest.
1: I agree. Right. I agree. Now I'm not going to be so honest that like, dang, girl, you got a wonky eye. Like, pull that no, thing no. up. You know, like that's not what <laughs> no, I mean not honest. What I'm
0: talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. right. Yeah. Right.
1: But I will say, oh, I love this side of your face. Yeah. You know, it, I, I love the way your hair is falling on that side. Right. Not say you're kind of bald you, on that it's side. Because
0: well, but it's because you really think that.
1: You're right. not oh, just giving
0: them lip service. You're, I'm, you're, you're being positive, right. And you're right. focusing, you're focusing on the positive pieces, right. but it's not BS. Right. No, it's, it's real from you.
1: It is. And I do believe that everyone is beautiful and that it is our job, you know, because the power of huh, positively or negatively, the power of turning your camera to someone to show them I haven't filtered that in this world of, you know, filters and, Mm -hmm. you know, making people skinnier and fatter and Mm -hmm. thinner. And, you know, I mean, even they do all that to themselves. Um, The power of turning and being like, I haven't edited this and look at this. (laughs) I love this. Mm -hmm. It is so beautiful. Right. And then for them to feel that is what a gift of what we get to do, right? That how you make someone feel. And I didn't realize to the extent that I actually need that, right? So much of my being and my happiness comes from that. So, you know, I thought I knew I love my job. Don't get me wrong. Like I've always known I'm grateful that every day I get to get up and photograph, but then it was taken away. Right. And I was left with planning for the future, and preparing, which is great because I love the business side of things too, but it wasn't what fed my soul. Like, I know that sounds kind of cheesy. Like, don't get me wrong. Someone's going, you know, feeds your soul straight up. And I didn't know that I was so affected, so affected, and that I was outwardly affected because I was trying to like hold it together during COVID for my family, for my children, for Robin and Karen at work. I didn't realize until I put that camera back in my hand and I was out on location photographing and straight up in my head, I'm like, I feel so alive, you know, that I was creating, that I was interacting, that I was making someone feel good. Like that feeds me. Like, I didn't realize how much I needed that. And then I was on the phone with my aunt and uh, she lives in, in Georgia. And I was telling her about getting back to work and photographing. And she goes, oh, honey, I was just so worried about you. And I was like, what? Why were you worried about me? And she was like, your voice has just not sounded the same. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, you have not been right. And I was like, huh, you know what? I was thinking that I was doing a good job holding it together for everyone and even for myself. But the reality of it was I I'm not completely me without having that opportunity to make other people feel good you know and to well, see themselves
0: because what we actually do as photographers is a two-way street it is that that goes both ways it is and it's one of the reasons why we do it
1: yes absolutely so you
0: can you can say that it sounds cheesy and I get people people qualify you know, those types of statements with, Oh, this sounds cheesy or that I know this sounds this way or that, but it's also true.
1: It's a hundred percent true. And it was validated for me even more so during these tough times. I mean, it's, I I live in fear. You know, you had a podcast with Jamie Hayes, fear of it being taken away from you because you love it so much. It's so ingrained Mm -hmm. in what you do. And that resonated so much with me because it is true. I I do live in a little bit of fear and that does put, you know, a little impetus in terms of how hard I work and that kind of thing. But, and that I don't take a single client for granted. Mm. So whether that's the client that comes in the door that only wants one outfit and they just want to do something little, I, I literally say to every single por- per person that comes in the studio, I am so grateful that you chose us to create these portraits. I'm so grateful that I had this opportunity to work with you. And you I'm mean so it. grateful that I got to know you better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And, and so mean, yeah. expressing right. gratitude is important, right? right? And if I didn't have those clients, A, coming back to me or coming to me for the first time, I wouldn't have a roof. I wouldn't have a life I have. I wouldn't have, you know, the opportunity to work with Robin and Karen every single day. So these are all gifts in our life and we need to express that that gratitude, right?
0: Tell me what this next year, you know, moving into this year, we're already in March for goodness sakes, it's crazy. Right. What What does the next, you know, eight, 10, 12 months look like for you? Like, how are you positioning that and how are you entering into that?
1: Um. Well, it's a very interesting place because uh we reevaluated our business in January of 2020, right? Before yeah. all of this stuff happened, right? Yeah. So we stepped back after, you know, almost 20 years in business and said, because I was seeing a little dip. Like I was seeing, I was seeing a little dip in our volume, but our averages were um were higher than they'd ever been. So like to a lot of people, they're like, well, that's great. But for me, that made me nervous, right? So having a little dip in our volume, I didn't love that. And so we did a major reevaluation in 2020 and said, what are we doing really well? What can we do better? How can we better serve our clients? Do we have products for all of the imagery we create? Are we leaving sales on the table? So we did a super big dig in. I went to imaging scoured for what else I wanted to Mm -hmm. like add into our product line and we came back and wiped the slate clean and started anew and in terms of our pricing and our products and all of that and so we started the year in a very interesting way super super hopeful right and then we had the smack in the face of COVID and so it was like well great we got this plan Um, but I will say we had the very best year in business we've ever had last year significantly. Oh, like oh, wow. an amazing year. So it's interesting now saying what does the year ahead hold for mm-hmm. us? Because I hope, honestly, some more of the same with like even an extra coating of gratitude, I guess. Uh so one of the things I'm looking forward to is something that was taken away last year, which was teaching. I don't teach a lot. I typically only teach five times a year. Yeah. And I do that because I want to give back. I feel like I finally have, you know, something that I can give. And um, there are actually a lot of things that are actionable and that are concrete that I feel like really work in business. And I want to share those. So I'm looking forward. I've got a few opportunities in the next year for speaking. So that's great. And um, more of the same, I hope, in my community and in my business and in my relationship with Robin and Karen, you know, moving forward um, as our studio. So, and then with, you know, with my children, I'm looking forward to having them back in more activities and, you know, more family time to travel. We really enjoy mm-hmm. traveling as a family. And that's been something that to some extent has been kind of taken away from us. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. So personally and professionally, lots of things to, to look forward to, right?
0: Oh man. I, I think you're right. I, I hope you're right, but I also think you're right. And those, those are different things, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope what you're saying is absolutely correct that this year is, has that uh, coming at us. But I also, I also think you are, there's a, there's a sense there um, that that there's an underlying
1: hope for sure.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Jessica, tell, tell me where people can go and and find you on the webs.
1: Sure. Um, So. I have a Facebook group called Jessica, no, what do I, sorry, what is it called? It's called Shoot It Straight with Jessica Robertson, which, (laughs) what am I called? What's my name? Um, Shoot It Straight with Jessica Robertson. And I originally created that as a space where people could go, you know, to share funny little things or ask questions. And it has been that, I will be honest, you know, in terms of bandwidth, I didn't have a lot of extra bandwidth this past year. So that was something that I kind of stepped away from. Um but my goal, one of my goals in this year is to kind of step back into that yeah. Facebook group and be more yeah. active. So that is my um that is my space where I try and go and share and give in between kind of teaching and opportunities sure. there. Um yeah. I am turning my phone back on because I just had a total mind blank in terms of what my Instagram is. I think it's Jessica Jess Rob. Oh, I don't even know. Isn't that terrible? I just go to. It.
0: <laughs> it's like it's like your cell phone number.
1: Yeah. I I I I know like five numbers now. I remember in high school though, where we had like 50 numbers memorized and we could you spit it out them. like oh, you had to know. Just, them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Our brains are clearly not made for that now. Um <laughs> Um, okay. Jessica Robertson photo. That's my Instagram. Yeah,
0: I just found it.
1: Jessica Robertson photo. <laughs> yes. That's my Instagram. And so those are the two things I'm, I guess, most active on in terms of, of following. I try and post daily, you know, whether it's videos behind the scenes kind of stuff. Um, and then obviously finished images, Jessica Robertson.com for my hey, website. I
0: was going <laughs> to, I was going to guess that you, you knew yes. that one.
1: I know. We should have started with the easy one, Jed. Jeez.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? Thanks for joining me today. This was really good. I've it's it was interesting. This was this was sobering and and hopeful at the same time for me. Like I think it's important to to discuss this stuff and to be aware of this stuff and to and because otherwise you're. I think otherwise we tend to uh, maybe ignore it or dismiss it or do that sweeping under the rug, that mm-hmm. Southern thing you were talking about. That's not just Southern.
1: No, I can not. promise it's you not. it's
0: very Midwestern as well.
1: Right. Um, well, and
0: I i just think it's important that we don't do that, especially with stuff like this.
1: I completely agree. And I think when you were like, well, what do we do? I think the starting place is just having an awareness and mm-hmm you know, genuinely caring for others. Um, And I know that this is probably not the direction that you thought we were going, but it's just been sitting so heavy on my heart um, that I think that this is something that we have to discuss and be aware of. So
0: I think it's a big deal.
1: And I appreciate you, Jed Toffer. I think you do a wonderful thing um, in the gift that you create with this podcast. And so I want to make sure I tell you that I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful that you wanted me to come on here and chat with you. I, um, I, I look at all the amazing people you get to talk to on a weekly basis. And I'm not sure where I fit in there, but I'm very grateful that I've squeezed my little way in there. So thank you.
0: This was wonderful. Thank you for that. And thank you for joining me. And I will see you next time.
1: All right. I look forward to in person and I'm going to give you a yeah. big old Jed hug when we're like allowed to do that. Or if you I'll, want to do that, you know, I'll take
0: it. I'll take it. Thank All you. All right.
1: Well, love to your family and your beautiful children and your awesome you. wife, Vicki. Thank you. All right.